Kiddush, Kiddushah. What does that mean? Holiness? Yes. So the Pasha of the week. But it means something else. The tractate in the Talmud that talks about marriage is called Kiddushin. When we stand under the chuppah, the rabbi makes the blessing, Mekadeshet Amo Yisrael, Kiddushin. That we are sanctified through this chuppah and the Kiddushin. Kiddushin, again, is the marriage. So when we say each day in various mitzvahs that we do, we make the blessing, Asher Kitshanu Bemitzvotav, that God sanctified us with his mitzvahs. Tonight, the ladies will do it when they light Shabbos candles. We'll say it while we make Kiddush. It doesn't only mean holy. It also means married. So let's explore that analogy, which is also built on the analogy we've been talking about the last few days, the king that comes and embraces you. This takes us even deeper. When a man marries a woman to be one with her, it is a complete union. As the verse says in the book of Breshit, in the parasha Breshit, a man clings to his wife and they become one flesh. So too... Exactly the same way, but with infinitely more intensity, is the union of the godly soul with Hashem's infinite light when they observe Torah mitzvahs, which is united along with the energizing animal soul, as we mentioned above. And that is why in the Song of Songs, the great book Shira Shirim, King Solomon, Shlomo Amelech, compares the union of a person with God to the romantic relationship of a groom and bride in incredible detail. And he talks over there about the intimacy between the two. It uses words like attachment, fervor, desire, hugging, kissing, which symbolizes our relationship to Hashem when we do mitzvahs. While the song does not state so explicitly the Song of Songs, the text has been understood throughout history as a metaphor for the love a person has to God. In Tanya here and in other mystical texts, these metaphors are explained in detail. Remember, in the parable we explored the last two days, we were told how the lowly man is brought to the king to his palace, the royal palace, room by room, to a place where no servant or minister may enter. The implication was that the lowly man is elevated to the king's own level and standing, reaching a place which the king alone inhabits. And that is done through mitzvahs. And that is why we say, Asher kitshanu bemitzvotav, because Hashem elevates us to the level of ultimate supernal holiness, the holiness of He Himself. Remember, the literal translation of the word kitshanu before marriage is sanctified us. If we combine this with the allegorical interpretation that he married us, it follows that he sanctified us literally with the sum of his holiness, because marriage is when you become one. And now that we say that Kitshanu Osa means elevate and marriage, he literally elevates us to his level. But what does that mean? And again, it connects to the parsha of this week, Kedoshim. Generally speaking, the word holiness is a term meaning separation and distinction. That's why we make Kiddush on Friday night to separate the six days of the week to Shabbos. In reference to Hashem, Kiddusha refers to how Hashem is separate from all the spiritual and physical worlds above it all. Hashem's energy is found in the universe in two general forms, which we explored in the past, what we called Memale Kalamin and Soviv Kalamin, imminent and transcendent. The imminent 
energy is sufficiently diminished and filtered to be accessible in this world. The transcendent energy is undiminished and basically unavailable. It's hard to attain. The Tanya is clarifying that when we speak of Hashem's unique holiness, separateness, we're not talking about the imminent, the one that comes into this world, but rather the one that's transcendent. And nevertheless, Hashem planted this inherently transcendent light and energy into the mitzvahs, making it accessible. Since through uniting with the soul of our soul with Hashem's light, we literally get attain the level of Hashem's infinite holiness because we are merged with and absorbed in Him, and we literally become one. What an amazing, amazing idea. And that's why we say in this week's parsha, Hashem says, kedoshim ki kadoshani, You should be holy for me, for I am God holy. I am holy, and I have distinguished you from the nations. And again it says, in the Shema, we say, You should do all my mitzvahs, and be holy to your God. I am God. The word holiness, over and over. Why? Because Hashem's telling us that when you become holy to God, you become part of Him. And literally, God becomes ours. Elokechem, we say, we finish the Shema, Ani Hashem Elokechem, I am God, your God. This means that God is telling us that through the observance of mitzvahs, I will be your God, just like I was the God of Avram, Yitzchak, etc. The patriarchs are referred to by God in this personal way because they were chariots to God, as we explored in the past, voided of ego. So too, each and every one of us, when we do a mitzvah, a mitzvah has an implanted light sufficiently powerful to elevate us to the levels of the patriarchs at that moment. And that's why our sages blessed, of blessed memory require us to rise and remain standing before anyone performing a mitzvah, even if that one observing the mitzvah is a morally uncultivated or ignorant of Jewish law. And that's why we go around chasing Jews to put on tefillin, irrelevant of what spiritual status we may think they are. Stand before them, this is holiness. You must stand before such a person because Hashem rests and is presently tangible in their soul at that moment. At that moment, regardless of who you think you are, when you do a mitzvah, God's light's within you. You're not standing for the person, you're standing for the God. The fact is, we don't feel it. But that's only because of our unrefined veil of our physical matter, which obstructs our eye and soul of seeing the vision of God, versus the patriarchs who were able to see this. But just because you don't see it, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So today when you put on tefillin, or tonight when you're lighting Shabbos candles, remember this. At that moment, you are pure godliness. So we don't do mitzvahs to go to heaven. We go to do mitzvahs to marry Hashem.